What's going on, listeners? If you're like me, you probably spend a good portion of your mealtime eating your feelings. I know I do. And that's why I buy Depressionos. With enough sugar to offset those salty tears <laughs> running down my face. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Somebody roll the intro. Greetings, everyone. I'm sorry. I couldn't turn down the opportunity to laugh at myself. Because you gotta do that sometimes. Uh, it's, it. If you haven't laughed at yourself, uh, I, I don't know what you're doing. I really don't. I don't. So this is episode two of the What For podcast. A positive podcast for everyday people. If you haven't figured out what this episode's gonna be about... <laughs> It's going to be about depression and anxiety, because those are two things that I have a fair amount of experience with, and because I would like this to be somewhat educational for anybody that has no idea what those things are. Depression is defined as a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. It has other names and varying severities. Anxiety is defined as an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increased blood pressure. And you're probably thinking, well, that's great. I could have Googled that. And yeah, you could have, but you didn't. So here we are. And the reason I defined those was so that you're just aware and we're all talking about the same thing. Because when it comes to stuff like this, it's important everybody involved is on the same page. Because if I'm talking about apples and you're talking about oranges, that's great if we're talking about fruit. But if I want to have a conversation about apples, oranges don't help me. So I want to make sure the conversation that is had today is about these things specifically in the way that I've defined them. With that out of the way, I want to hop right back into unpacking the previous episode. So I went back and I listened to it because I found that if I review from a third-person perspective, the events that have happened to me or what I was thinking about them, I often realize how trivial they actually are, even though they don't seem trivial at the moment. And I listened to the previous episode back, and part of me laughed at myself, and the other part of me didn't want to have to deal with it again because the reality is that it, it doesn't sound when you lay it all out like that it sounds like a really average day that's i mean anybody would be happy to have a day that that was that was that normal for a lot of you out there that might even have been a good day and i can't i can't tell you 
why that was a crappy day for me. Because it shouldn't have been. And that's the crazy thing about depression and anxiety. Is that you can be fully 100% aware, aware of exactly what's happening to you. You can identify exactly how trivial it is in the grand scheme of things. Maybe not even in the grand scheme of things. In the scheme of the day or the moment or the hour. And it does nothing or little to nothing to curb the feelings and the thoughts that race through your head. And maybe that's the depression and maybe that's the anxiety and maybe it's both. I've been told that typically if you have one, you have at least a little bit of the other. And it makes sense because both of them are trying to drive the same bus, right? One of them, you're sad and you lose interest in things, but you realize that you're sad and you lose interest in things, so now you get anxiety because you're sad and you lose interest in things, but you don't want to be sad and lose interest in things, but you can't do anything about being sad and losing interest in things. So the only thing you can do is get angry at yourself because you're sad and losing interest in things. And then pretty soon all you do is spend your time being angry at yourself for being sad and losing interest in things. And now that occupies your entire time. And you can see how that just snowballs rapidly into just this whirlwind and frenzy of stupid, ridiculous thoughts. To the point where there are sometimes... It, it paralyzes you. Like, there are moments at work or at home or just in general where I have to walk away from something because sitting there isn't going to do anybody any good. It's not going to help me. It's not going to help my employer. And it's not going to help anybody else involved. Which... I guess does something. I mean, it doesn't take away as much of the anxiety because now I'm walking away from the problem instead of solving the problem. But I guess it's a step, right? Sure. Why not? And that's my biggest takeaway about the last episode and that little story is that it was a drop in the bucket. And looking back on it, it really didn't make any ripples, but at the time, it felt like a tidal wave. So, what is the best way to deal with something like that, right? I mentioned walking away earlier, and that's good. If, if you can get to a point where you can identify when to walk away, that's a good thing. Because it... It means you're able to recognize where you are in the moment and you're able to take action. And being able to take action is the first step, at least for me. Now, obviously, disclaimer, uh, not a therapist, not a psychologist, didn't go to school for it. Last time I took classes for it was in high school, so... I'm just speaking from a point of personal reference, personal experience. And being able to take action is important. 
the the first step for me at least was overcoming that paralyzing fear or anxiety or just that overwhelming wave of just what the fuck right and then after that it's identifying the triggers that put you in that situation and that's where a lot of hard truths have to be looked at for example one of my triggers is borrowing or owing people things i can't do it like i i mean i can i can do it duh but it i am absolutely effing terrible at returning borrowed things it doesn't matter what it is i i can't explain it i don't know i'm just shit about it i know i'm shit about it i know i should be better at it haven't figured it out but because i know that and because i identify with that it gives me anxiety just having to be in that situation. And I'm not talking like, oh, I need to borrow 10 bucks to eat, right? Because that's, that's a completely different situation. I'm talking about, hey man, do you want to borrow this movie? Trivial stuff. Stupid things. I am effing terrible at it. So I try my damnedest not to borrow things from people. Because I... Sounds funny, but it's bad for my health, right? Another thing that I don't really like dealing with is conflict. I mean, everybody hates it to an extent. but I don't even like my house being loud. Like, just being in the presence of verbal tension gives me anxiety. I'm a level that makes me just want to leave. Like, just up and go. And I'm not talking about the, oh, this is awkward to be here. I'm talking, like, fear-level anxiety. Obviously, the you know, the rest of them are pretty normal. Stress and stuff like that. But... You, you can't, it's going to be nearly impossible to get away from stress. You would have to remove nearly every single demand on yourself from outside sources and nearly every decision-making opportunity you have in the day to get rid of stress. It's just not possible. I mean, technically speaking, you could feel stress and anxiety over deciding which video game you're going to play because you want to play both of them. And playing one means you're not going to be able to play the other. And that could give you anxiety and stress. And I know that sounds ridiculous. And I don't personally have to deal with that. But that's a thing. The, the anxiety and stress of missing out on, on an opportunity because you had to, to make a choice between doing A or B 
is a real thing. What else can you do? You can practice self-care. And I'm going to let you Google that on your time because there's a lot of different ways that people can practice self-care. One of them I actually already mentioned was identifying the triggers. Uh, most self-care guys call it a no list. So things you're going to say no to. Ironically, most of the things you're going to say no to are probably a trigger. Shocker. For me, self-care is trying to spend an hour a day doing something that I enjoy. It's not always possible, but it's important to me to do that. And sometimes what I do for an hour a day isn't even enjoyable so to speak like it may be it may be stressful in its own right for example one of the things that i started doing was picking up diablo 3 because the latest season that came out the devs put some stuff that makes it easy to reach max level quick so you can start farming paragon levels and if you don't know what that means i don't expect you to but the trick to doing that is you basically need to run through these really high level areas and not die looking for certain things. And yeah, sure, it's it's quick. It took me like two and a half hours to reach max level when it normally takes like a day. But it's really stressful doing it because you make the slightest mistake and you got to start over. But as stressful as it is, it's the good stress, right? It's the stress from looking a challenge in the face and going, fuck you, I did it. So I'm cool with that, right? Like, yeah, sure, I went to bed a little frustrated that night, but I'd rather go to bed frustrated about a video game that was giving me a run for my money than go to bed frustrated because of something far more serious going on in my life. Another thing in the long, along the lines of self-care that I do is I try to be creative in some aspect. It's dumb to some degree. It's one of those things where I'm not great at any one thing. I'm just good enough to half-ass my way through it. Like, I'm recording in my basement, and right now around me I'm surrounded by an 8-foot shelf full of board games, probably $1,200 worth of board games on there. I have a 3D printer. I have a computer. I have a PS4. I have three 6-foot tables down here that are absolutely covered in crafts. Uh, the mother-in-law sews. I have a, So there's a sewing station in the corner. Last year, me and the wife made a cosplay outfit for my son. He went as Koenma Jr. from Yu Yu Hakusho. Hey, turns out I can run a sewing machine. Who would have fucking thunk it? I built screen doors for the place that I live in because I wanted screen doors, I guess. I don't... I don't know. I tinker on my car when it needs, like, brakes or something or I pay somebody to do it because I'm not paying $400 for some grease monkey to do it. I made silicone molds 
so my wife could make soap molds. But that's all shit I didn't know anything about when I got into it. And now I'm doing this. You're listening to it. Doing podcasting. And I've been kicking around in the back of my head. I kick a lot of shit around in the back of my head. Fuck it. I'll give it a try. Right? Something new. It'll occupy my brain space. And like I said in the previous episode, I need to have stuff that occupies my brain space. And right now it's this. And the other big project I mentioned. Which I'm probably not going to talk about too much in any great detail on here. Because, knock on wood, I can get it to a place where I can put it on Kickstarter and maybe even get it published. The fact that I said published narrows it down a little bit. You might think it's a book or something else. Whatever, I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, that's really all I do. Oh, and take your meds. That too. If if you think you may have depression or anxiety, and even if you think it's only temporary, go talk to somebody. Hell, hit me up. Because the worst thing you can do is not say anything. As always, thanks for listening, guys. You can follow along on Facebook at facebook.com slash whatforpodcast. It's a great place to ask questions, pose topics. We got a Twitter at whatforpod. We're on all major podcasting platforms. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, we have applications linked on the Facebook page and Twitter. And as always, it is greatly appreciated if you like, rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with anyone and everyone you feel comfortable sharing it with. Thank you. Until next time.